Welcome back, everyone, to another Eat Speed podcast, the most delicious podcast in the Metroplex, one of the most listened to food podcasts in Texas. I'm Bud Kennedy from the Fort Worth Star Telegram. And Steve Wilson. And we are going to talk about catfish today. We've been talking about chicken, chicken, and more chicken. Before that, it was burgers mm-hmm. and barbecue and Tex Mix. We haven't done a show on catfish at all, Steve, that I remember. That's a very popular dish here in Fort Worth. You know, there are people who say that fried catfish is healthier than burgers or brisket. I, and I, I think that might be right. I know it's certainly uh, very healthy if it's uh, fairly light and, and fairly delicate and if it's a really good fried catfish. Mm-hmm. So I want to talk to the, the catfish doctor, Dwight Cooley. Dr. Dwight Cooley of uh, Belzoni's Catfish Cafe is his new restaurant, but he's been around Fort Worth frying catfish and teaching kids for a long, long time. Uh, tell us a little bit of how you came from Cooley's Catfish Shack, as I remember, yes. in the 80s, right? The 80s. In the enough. 80s, you were like a festival you know, you were like the the festival food that everybody wanted. Everybody said, come on over, come on out. We've got coolies here, coolies catfish. And it was a big deal when coolies catfish was somewhere. And then you, like, went into some legitimate business, and now you're back cooking catfish. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you for coming out. And, um, yes, actually, it was uh, it was 94. About, okay. Yes, when we, was our, um, when we were doing coolies catfish shack. Yeah. And, uh, actually, and the You had more hair. I had more hair, and it was it was a darker shade. Uh, and uh, we made our public so debut doing Hellfest, doing Mayfest. Oh my gosh, the that was our storm. public that was our public debut. Oh, our first wow. time out, you know, to the public with our catfish. And you're talking about the the uh, for those of you who don't even know, there was a Mayfest festival there where there was a sudden hard hailstorm, and it was like Nolan Ryan in the sky pounding yes. people with with uh, fastballs. It was just yes. this giant hard hailstorm hail that injured 12, I believe. That was quite a few people like injured. 95, is that what Yeah, 95. 95, yeah. okay, yeah, 95, right. Yeah, that was our, uh-huh. our public debut. And uh, from there, we do it. We um, we did uh, Main Street. We had a booth out at the uh, Texas Motor Speedway. We used to do a uh, uh, stock show. So we've done quite a few of the festivals around Fort Worth. Well, now you've got a new name and a new restaurant. It's Belzoni's Catfish Cafe, and it's at the corner of White Settlement Road and Loop 820 West on the west side of Fort Worth. Yes, uh, I tell you, uh, Belzoni's has created quite a bit of buzz here. Uh, There are several people wondering if we're an Italian restaurant serving catfish. But uh, actually, well, you uh, know, Mancuso's across the freeway right. is known for their fish fry. Their their Italian fish is yes. one of the best dishes they have. Yes, uh, Belzone is actually a town in North Mississippi. That's our home, as a matter of fact, and it's the catfish capital of the world. What's it close to? It's uh, about fifty miles north of Jackson. Okay, in the in the in the Delta near Yazoo City and Greenwood, Greenville. Anybody familiar with the Delta will will know that that part of the, the oh, woods. Man. It's, um, like I said, as I mentioned, it's the catfish capital of the world, so we thought it was only right that we name our catfish restaurant Bell's Owners because we want to think that we're synonymous to catfish. When I hear we think of catfish and we think of, uh, of New Orleans or Louisiana, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Shafalaya or something, mm-hmm. what, what is different about Mississippi catfish? Well, we're not a Cajun uh, restaurant. Uh, the, the Cajun uh, spices are very different than what we're talking about. We're a down home cornmeal, cornmeal, and uh, other stuff. 
so we we had have some catfish here and, and we have some uh so we have some catfish fillets now what makes belzoni catfish different you said it's not spicy it's just is this secret dwight cooley well, seasoning we start with we start with the catfish with with the product um, is this a farm raised? We only use farm raised, grain fed catfish, and uh, primarily it comes from uh, North Mississippi, from the heart of uh, the Delta. So that means it's so light. It's a light, it's, it gives it a clean, fresh taste, uh, no fishy smell, no fishy taste. And um, that's, that's where we start. Then we go use our own special breading, which is a mix of excess cornmeal and some spices and secret. Now the seasonings the, using Mississippi farm-raised catfish is important because it is just like velvet when you get a real Mississippi farm-raised catfish, and there's so much worry among customers now that they're not getting real catfish or real Mississippi catfish. What do you know about that? That was one of the first things I saw when we first um, announced that we were opening. People want to know, well, hell, is it real catfish? Well, yes, uh, because um, a lot of the uh, restaurants in the area and other places don't actually use farm-raised catfish. Uh, some are using the, the swahi, the sway, some people call it, and then there's the basa, uh, then there's, you know, some other uh, imported uh, product. It's a frozen Vietnamese fish, and yeah. it's so, more coarse, and it's a catfish-like product. It's just fish. Right. It just, if, if people want fish, then it works, you know, for just fish. But we, we, we um, we pride ourselves in, in, in catfish, farm-raised catfish. And there, there's a distinct difference. Um, when you have a good farm-raised catfish, when you break it open, it should be pearl white. And again, it should be no smell, no taste. Uh, there are a number of uh, catfish restaurants in the area who, is, who use farm-raised catfish. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, you mentioned that it's part of it is that the good, real catfish fillets are not uniform. They're not all the same. It's you know that's that's the first um, I guess you can it's say clue. clue that it may not be farm-raised catfish. If all of the fillets are the same size, same thickness, same length, same everything, it's probably not farm-raised catfish. Has it come off an assembly line? I mean, how can they get all the fish the same? Well, um, in some areas where the uh, could be could be sway or basa that's mm -hmm. raised, it's they're uniform and, all the sway are kind of uniform and so and and they're harvested at the same time mm -hmm. so that's how they're able to keep that same uniformity shape and size what was catfish like growing up in mississippi and how has how has it changed well at the time i was growing up my family was primarily raising cotton and when um when the cot when the, when the catfish business really picked up we changed over and put in a processing plant, uh, dug out catfish ponds, and um, that process itself was revolutionary because this was a new item practically, an uh, item that chefs from all over the world were using, you know, to create all types of dishes. And it's because of the versatility of the catfish, you know, that, that allowed chefs to do that. You grew up in Mississippi. Did football bring you to Texas? How did you come to Texas? Well, um, I spent my first several years in Mississippi in the food service. I started in uh, as a swing manager with McDonald's in, in Nashville when I was in college, in high school. 
I was actually swing manager for uh, one of the one of the first African American franchisees in McDonald's. So I grew up in the McDonald's system, and um, I spent uh, went went there from churches chicken uh, as an area manager in Mississippi, and my wife and I was married in Jackson. So. And looking for a career change out of the food service, we moved to Texas. This is when the computer boom was going on. And we got here and, and everybody still wanted me to, to stay in the restaurant business. But there was no catfish. We couldn't find catfish that we liked. So my wife and I had to prepare our own. So we put together some cornmeal and to you know to a point that we it was it tasted like home and that's where the breading started steve you're dipping into that that you have a regular tartar but you also have a spicy tartar yeah this is a spicy tartar is that it we tabasco offer. or is it something else that's spicy? sriracha 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 tartar yes yeah, oh yep. hello let me have some more that's of that a, <laughs> a little exotic for uh for catfish huh actually and we use it for our, our catfish rounds mm-hmm uh, our catfish rounds is a product that we're working with to develop a little further. Uh, actually, it's, it's a ball of ground catfish mm-hmm. with some uh, tomatoes and peppers and onions mm-hmm. and stuff in it. Uh-huh. It's, it's sort of like a hush puppy. It's right. kind of it's not a catfish croquette. It's a little smaller than mm-hmm. a. It's mm-hmm. it is about the size of a of a little hush puppy ball, but it's yep. a. A good little catfish round. Well, I've been uh, sampling. You have been. In, uh, yeah. Give us, a, give us your y'all evaluation. Been ta- y'all been talking. Steve, I've been sampling. Steve's been over here crunching quite a bit. Steve, give us your evaluation. Well, the breading or the cornmeal is just really crispy. It's really crispy. I mean, the fish, there's no fishy. Uh, and it's smooth, white, and very nice. Uh, now, the like farm-raised catfish, uh, you know, I used to go catfish fishing when I was a kid mm-hmm. and we had like there's like channel cats yeah. and mud catfish like that what type of catfish did they farm raise well the, the difference is the mud cat are in the wild mm-hmm. those are in the lake those, right. those are bottom feeders mm-hmm. so that would give them probably a little tenant mm-hmm. uh, color in, in, in the meat where well, the farm, the farm raised mm-hmm. are top feeders uh-huh. they wouldn't survive in the wild Mm-hmm. Because they're, I mean, they're only learned to eat from the top, uh-huh. and uh, so that helps keep, you know, the the the, the, uh, the fish give it a more clean uh-huh. and fresh taste. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's the difference in what they call the mud cat and the channel cats mm-hmm. and the farm raised. Okay, mm-hmm. Steve, you mentioned it's crisp and it's just this, you know, really soft, smooth catfish. Also, we're sitting here eating with our fingers and right. our fingers are not greasy i mean mm-hmm. i don't feel like i need to wipe my fingers or anything no we're no. sitting here picking up catfish and eating it with our hands well, and absolutely no mm-hmm. you know a greasy feel at all it's well, really think, remarkably uh clean tasting i think that's the reason why it feels so crispy yeah. i mean you know because uh, it's not like saturated oil and yep. stuff like that you know so we have to maintain our oil we use canola oil to mm-hmm. fry uh our products in but again you know maintaining it you know, on a daily basis to make sure, you know, that, you know, we get a quality product with, you know, good, clean taste. And having the, the well-maintained oil is important if you get mm-hmm. the old well, you, you are so good at some of this. What is it, and I don't want to give you away your secrets, but what is it that you know that some of the catfish restaurants don't know about how to have really good catfish? 
I was born in Belzoni, Mississippi. <laughs> the catfish capital. The catfish capital of the world. <laughs> well, I, I think one of the things we're hearing, though, is, is that um, is, uh, the quality ingredients really help. The ingredients, is, that's a big deal. Premium farm-raised filet. It's a big deal. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's first. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, if you care about you know the product that you're serving. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you know that's that's been our our big you know big push is that we make sure we sell some quality product. People who come drive here from the other side of the west they want good catfish, mm-hmm. and we want to provide that for them. When I and I said that you were Dr. Cooley, you're mm-hmm. also an education professional and yes, a bit sir. of school professional mm-hmm. uh, for. Uh, and an adjunct, you, you've been in education as well as catfish for your career. Yes, I sort of uh, traded in my doctorate degree for to become the head fry cook at Belzona's Catfish Cafe. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, I don't want to give anybody the impression that this is as big as like Catfish Sam's or one of the big restaurants. Mm-hmm. This this restaurant, I'm looking around, Steve, I count 30. nine tables. Yep, we see about 30, 30 seats, people. nine tables. Mm-hmm. And right now, it's only open for lunch here in White Settlement. Right. What, do you, what are your future plans? Well, our, our plans are to expand to evenings, uh, Thursday and Friday evening particularly. And then, um, and then we do Saturdays from noon to four. I tell you, our biggest challenge is, is finding somebody to work. Right. Everybody's having trouble finding help. Yeah. So um, that will, when, when we find you know, somebody who wants to work, that will tell us when we can open later because, you know, the crew that we've got right now, we're a small crew and uh, most of the family and, you know, everybody needs a break. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be adding some folks in here pretty soon. And also you serve more than just catfish and catfish rounds. You have a few other, you have a burger on the menu. Is it we've just a regular two, burger? We've got two burgers. One call, is called a 52 Chevy and one is called 52 Chevy. 2.0. These are these are um, burgers that we served from our food truck, 52 Chevy Kitchen. Okay. And um, they're half pound Angus. Uh, they've got chipotle mayo with uh, fried jalapenos and and um, pepper jack cheese, bacon, and it's about a it'll, t- it'll turn to about a four inch burger before you know it and uh, that's one of our leading items mm. as well and then you've got greens mac and cheese we serve the green turnip greens turnip greens, turnip greens, turnip yeah. greens mac and cheese green beans the fried the traditional type of uh side items good variety of sides mm-hmm. are your fries anything different or Just regular french regular french fries, french fries. now uh, you, besides the sriracha tartar you've got another little hot sauce that's yeah. special up here yeah we have uh, uh pepper sauce for our greens, you know. and not just the Cajun Chef no, that you see is, on every restaurant. This table. is cayenne peppers, you know, with the vinegar base. You know, folks from back home, they, and you know, make it, and we make that. And uh, you want a little kick to your to your greens, a little cap full of pepper sauce. I don't know any other restaurant that has a house-made <laughs> green pepper sauce uh, no, for, for their, for their uh, turnip greens. I think that that's really impressive. I'm really big on uh, greens and, and the pepper sauce mm-hmm. in the greens, so yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to come back and try See that. See that big bottle over there, that big wine bottle? Uh-huh. That's the house-made 
uh, pepper sauce. Oh, I'm, that, I'm, 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 I'm checking that out here. Around. Right? That's, <laughs> I'm going to check that's, that that's, out. That's the house-made green pepper sauce uh, yeah. for your greens. Okay, we're telling everybody about it. This is Belzoni's Catfish Cafe, and I wanted to come because I, I knew it was going to be good before I ever set foot in here. But the, it's at White Settlement Road and Loop 820 West in White Settlement. It's on the uh, inside of the loop on the east side of the loop at the White Settlement Road intersection. It was very easy. I met mean, I was on, uh, was it uh, 820, and you just take the White Settlement exit and just stay on the access road. Mm -hmm. So it, it's across from all the big stores and everything, but it's it's right here at the intersection, so it's not hard to find. Uh, you want to have another Belzoni somewhere? Or are you going to well, grow this? Uh, our plans are to expand um, in God's time. First, we want to make sure that we get our process and procedures down um, before we go which, out. Which is why you're doing lunch only. That's another reason why we're taking baby steps and doing you know the lunch only so that we can get good at what we're doing. Lunch only Monday through Saturday? Is Monday that through right? Friday Monday from 11 Friday. to 2. And on then Saturdays we're here from noon to 4. Noon to 4 on Saturday and close Sunday right yes, now. Yes sir, so, close on so Sunday. So most of the people who listen, if you can't break away from work and come then come on Saturday, noon to four. And one other thing that we're offering, uh, like on the Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday evenings, if there are some small groups who want to meet for dinner groups or, you know, clubs or organizations, you know, we're open for those type of events, mm -hmm. small private functions mm -hmm. on the Monday, Tuesday evening, e Wednesday evenings. Do you have catfish for those or what do you do? We, they can order from the menu. Order from the menu or, or have catfish. special uh, menu, whatever they they prefer. Yeah. So, but the, you know, the maximum is 30. 30 is the most. 30 is it. 30, well, for, for those type of events, we can probably get in a few more, you know, for a small meeting, but for just for eating and dining, we 30 to 33. There are more than 30 people here who really love catfish. <laughs> yeah. You may have a little bit of a crowd. Well, I'm at your targeting, you know, like, okay, catfish and burgers yeah. is, you know, like, that's really Fort Worth. I'm at. <laughs> I, I tell people I have never seen a catfish restaurant go out of business mm -hmm. in Fort Worth. And it's very tough. I, only rarely do I ever see a, a Tex-Mex restaurant go out of business, but I, I've never seen a catfish restaurant go out of business. Mm -hmm. If they do, there's got to be some other really bad reason, something else going on, because, mm -hmm. you know, they're people consistently underestimate the demand for catfish people want catfish they write about catfish they ask about catfish they argue about who's got the best catfish mm -hmm. they talk about the catfish restaurants that they miss mm -hmm. the one uh, that was on davis and north richland hills even some of them remember tuckers, tuckers. The, the, the people that remember bill martin's, bill martin's I mean, people yeah. talk about all the old catfish restaurants cold water catfish and all the different kinds and you know what they really miss so do you have some well, desserts? Right now, we're doing we're we're working with the cookies. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we're developing some sweet potato pies. There are some other things, pecan pies, some mm -hmm. homemade type of desserts right now. But we just have the cookies, the, the chocolate chip, and oatmeal raisin cookies. Just kind of give you a little something sweet. But uh, those potato pies are being developed as we, mm -hmm. an individual size, mm -hmm. a four inch size where you can take the whole thing and eat the whole pie. Mm -hmm. right. We are really in on the ground floor of the Belzoni's Catfish right. Empire here. <laughs> yep, you know, yep. The, it's the, definitely the ground floor. What is Belzoni like, by the way? How big is Belzoni? Belzoni is a town of about 2,000, maybe. How many catfish restaurants? Uh, well, there's a couple of uh, restaurants in and around Belzoni um, that stay busy on the main highway going through I mean because 
it's a highway going through the town. So yeah. uh, folks, you know, traveling Highway 49 in Mississippi, you know, through Belzoni, there are a couple of, you know, mm-hmm. restaurants. Do they produce a lot of catfish there or something? Or? Oh, yes. Uh, uh-huh. Harfest County area, which is uh, which consists of Belzoni, uh-huh. um, Isola, Yazoo City, I mean, um, and Enola, that's where most of the catfish is produced. Okay. And so what has happened now that the uh, industry kind of took a hit when you start getting the imported product in, in the cheap, mm-hmm. the inexpensive product and catfish business t- took a hit and um, so several of the farmers you know just consolidated you know with other farmers and to create to keep the production going mm-hmm. and viable uh, so right now it's pretty much it's on a rebound we think mm-hmm. we feel pretty, pretty confident that you know it's coming back um, so we can try to regulate the prices a little more but um, uh, they took a hit here a few years uh-huh. ago mm-hmm. from the imports. Okay, so it's like uh, so the capital of, is because they produce all that catfish. More, yes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. predominant. We've been talking with Dwight Cooley of Belzoni's Catfish Cafe. Off to just a just a little bit of a start here. Uh, three weeks into business and thirty seats in just a little restaurant right now, but picking up a lot of uh, good coverage and good comments and and fame on social media from people who've come at one uh, 110 North Jim Wright Freeway, which is the Lupe 20 access road just north of White Settlement on the west side of Fort Worth. Yeah, we've actually had people come by and actually look in. You know, I think they, you might be able to open later yeah, here. We've so. been, we, yeah, we've been, we've been uh, talking to, to Dwight here uh, after the restaurant hours and people are, are coming by looking in. They want more catfish. <laughs> right. They want yes, to come back. Yes. So hopefully we can get you can get some evening hours going mm-hmm. real soon, hopefully. Steve, I know there's a lot of other big news going on in restaurants and dining, and you can find out all if you look on startelegram.com or dfw.com. A couple of the big things are that this Friday and every Friday in football season is Go Purple Friday, which means if you wear purple, you get a free Chick-fil-A at most of the Chick-fil-A's near TCU and Fort Worth. There's different rules at each one. You need to really look at the Go Purple website to get the exact rules. You get 20% off your ticket at Fred's. Mm -hmm. That's a big deal. 20% off at Taco Heads. Or if you're having a a fancy dinner downtown, if you're at Capitol Grill, you get a free calamari appetizer. Now, that's a $17 appetizer. Capital Grill, I mean, that's kind of like uh, you're going to wear you know, purple. To Just for you, wear purple. They let you wear purple. To cut. Yeah, purple, I mean, a purple tux or something. Purple I, think, tux, I, yeah, think, exactly. I think of high-end. Yeah. <laughs> high-end purple. And there are there are like 200 other Go Purple Friday deals. Mm-hmm. So look at GoPurpleFriday.com mm-hmm. and find out the deals about where, you know, you don't have to be a TCU fan to get a good food deal in football season. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other good news item that's coming up is that the weekend – of a Friday, a Saturday, September 27th, 28th, is Oktoberfest in Fort Worth. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and, of course, we'll have all the Oktoberfest food, and, and uh, but also Riata will be serving Riata House at Oktoberfest. They'll be serving a uh, pork schnitzel plate or a bratwurst plate. They'll have a full sit-down restaurant in mm-hmm. Oktoberfest, and it's kind of Riata goes German. Mm-hmm. So that's part of the whole Oktoberfest. This is like Panther Island? Is that where it- This is at Panther Island, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and it's a Riata house in Oktoberfest, Fort Worth. So Friday night, the 27th, or all day on the 28th, you can get your Riata German mm-hmm. uh, Riata German food. Yeah, and this is in September, right? You know, it is a, September. Right, yeah. October, just, well, no, I mean, it just, it's always confusing when you're going like, okay, Oktoberfest, 
and it's Oktoberfest is in September. September. Yes, yeah. that's the and thing. Texas, so, you know, and and I think you were saying in in much of the world, Oktoberfest is meant to kick off the month. Uh, of right, right. That's what so it is. So it's uh-huh. really you start off with a big party. Uh-huh. And uh, Dwight, you said you were at Oktoberfest, the old Fort Worth downtown. We should do Oktoberfest when it's at the convention center many mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. Since we've done we've done the circuit. Did you ever see Steve play his accordion? <laughs> I, did. I didn't see Steve play the accordion. You were busy serving catfish was, back then. Yes. That was, there was a lot of beer that was drunk at those. That was Oktoberfest at the convention center was one of the most famous beer consumption spectacles in the history of the city. I yes. think one, what was one year they went through like 530 kegs or something. It was, it was, it was, it was quite an event. Well, anyway, so uh, TCU football, Oktoberfest, and more food events coming up. Uh, follow it all on dfw.com on startelegram.com follow steve wilson at tx weekend chef on twitter uh mm-hmm. i'm bud kennedy or eats beat on twitter and uh, tune in again for another eats beat podcast yeah, until and, next week uh, don't forget the uh, newsletter we'll go ahead and tell them about it steve <laughs> yeah we have a newsletter you subscribe to it on like, startelegram.com right you just subscribe, subscribe to the to newsletter it, and that and way we email you the stories of the right, podcast yeah on week. friday you'll get an email with the, all the little uh, headlines from what bud has figured out that's going on in the restaurant biz everything that's going on and 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 the podcast and so mm-hmm. all the links are there every friday so mm-hmm. uh follow us read us uh tweet us facebook us and most of all, talk to us. Send us your emails and comments, and let us know what you heard, what you read, and what you think. Uh, until next week, I'm Bud Kennedy. And Steve Wilson.